you click the play button, you are listening to Unplugged, a podcast by Blue Ridge Energy. I'm your host, Jacob Puckett. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Unplugged. I'm your host, Jacob Puckett, and today I'm here with a very fitting guest for our first episode of Unplugged, Mr. Doug Johnson, the CEO of Blue Ridge Energy himself. How are you doing, Doug? Doing well. How about you? I'm doing well. Doug, I'll just dive right into it. Okay. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. The refunds, they're coming in November and December. For a lot of the people who you know, are members of Blue Ridge Energy, they're seeing the news about it. Maybe they've read Carolina Country, they've looked at social media, they've kind of heard about this. How do we get to this point? How, how do we get to a point where we're giving money back? Well, that's a dancing elephant. It's very happy. So, And I'm happy to explain. Over the past year, we've experienced uh, lower than projected wholesale power cost through our wholesale contract with Duke Energy. Uh, that's one factor. We've also had several one-time settlements uh, that produced true-ups and refunds. And so we're now ready to give the money back to the members. And we've announced in your November and December bills, over the course of those two months, you'll receive, all the members of Blue Ridge Energy will receive refunds of $7 million. Now, if you're an average residential member, what does that mean? Well, if you use about 1,000 kilowatt hours, that's $40 per month discount off your bill. So that's, that's big news uh, as we enter this winter heating season and go into Christmas. That'll definitely help with uh, everybody's Amazon bills over Absolutely. the next couple of months. So Absolutely. I know you're really, we're a, as a whole at Blue Ridge Energy, really proud to announce that. What are some of the things you're looking forward to in the future with really just how the energy industry is going in the energy market that maybe some of the people are not seeing on that surface level? Well, one of the big things that just happened that I'm pleased to see is Duke announced a very significant undertaking to reduce their carbon footprint in their generation fleet. So they announced 20, 30, 50% below 2005 carbon levels. Uh, They're closing down a lot of coal plants to achieve this. Uh, And then by 2050, zero carbon neutrality. So uh, I'm, I'm pleased that we're seeing that kind of effort in, in the power supply portfolio that serves Blue Ridge Energy to make our contribution to reducing our carbon footprint, which helps with the overall climate change that we're experiencing. And we talked about, now we've covered the wholesale power end of it. That's correct. The Blue Ridge Energy end of it. What are some of the ways we're looking at providing renewable energy back to our members and investing locally in that? Well, we're doing a lot in that area too. Uh, Probably the number one thing I would point to is our community solar gardens. Uh, We have five of those now. We have about 200 people on a waiting list. And uh, so those have been very, very popular with our members. And we'll continue looking at that and, and add additional gardens if we need. We're also looking at and studying should we look at utility-scale solar. We know our members are very interested in renewable energy, and they want their cooperative to invest in these areas and give them opportunities to use uh, renewable energy at their home or their business. And we hear them, and we're working very hard to provide that to them. What do you think is most important technologically or really maybe even on the renewable side for not only Blue Ridge Energy, but cooperatives in general to be looking at in the next 10, 20, 30 years. Well, technological change is exponential, and we're, we've certainly seen that in the past 10 years, and then going forward 10 years, it's probably going to blow our mind. 
uh, all the things that we'll be able to do. We're, we're seeing capabilities to give members the technology on their smartphone that they want. Last year on Telephone Town Hall, I was asked, can you give us outage texting so that we get a text if there's an outage at our house? We're just now rolling that out for them. So we're paying attention. And people want things that they can interact with their usage. They want to be able to track their usage at home. They want to be able to make smart decisions around managing their usage. So a lot of interaction between us and what we're metering at your home and what you're using that impacts your monthly bill. So I think going forward, you'll see much more of us being involved with our members and helping them to, uh, you know, one of the things you can do is keep rates down, but you can also help keep bills down. And I think a lot of people are really interested in the latter as much as, as rates is how do I keep my individual bill down? And we have a lot of programs in place to help people with that. And I got to give a selfless plug here. If you haven't checked it out before, we do have a spot on our website. It's blueridgeenergy.com forward slash 101. There's 101 ways tips there to uh, reduce energy usage at your home or reduce that cost. So check that out, especially as we're going into the winter weather and the winter season. Heating costs can be high because we, we know it's hard. It's cold in a lot of our areas. Your heating systems are working hard to heat your homes, but definitely check out that part of our website. Explore around in there. There are tips literally for everything. So we've got you covered there. Doug, we talked about really how technology is changing, but you've been in this industry for a couple decades now. So talk about how You've seen this industry progress and really what are some of the big changes you've seen in the past 20 or 30 years? What has been the most noticeable for you? Well, when, when I first started back in the uh, late 80s and early 90s as CEO, you know, the big thing around technology it was information technology. And we were seeking ways to improve IT and have better billing systems and, and all of those kind of things. Today, we're dealing with technology along three dimensions. We still have IT and layer on that cybersecurity. And now we have operational technology, or OT, as we call it. So we have smart substations, smart breakers. Uh, we're monitoring our system 24-7. We can operate and control a lot of devices that we used to have to dispatch a lineman to do. Uh, we're also seeing ET, energy technology, smart thermostats in the home, sensors and meters that can tell us which appliances are on and work with you for special time of use rates or uh, any other type of special rates that we have. And then, of course, we're going to see electric vehicles make a big stand here. If you watch what's happening with all the vehicle manufacturers around the world, there is a huge movement towards EV. And we call that beneficial electrification because if more of our members charge at home at night, off-peak, then it benefits them and they can save a lot of money on what it costs to operate their vehicle, but it's going to benefit the cooperative and all members by increasing usage during typically low-use hours. There's a lot of technology that can make that work and work really well, and we're already on the forefront of developing rates and looking at the kind of charging devices people will need in their home and developing special programs to make that work uh, in a way that will be beneficial to all involved. So technology is going to evolve probably things we can't even imagine, Jacob, that you know our new advanced metering that we're now studying uh, next generation of metering system is going to be much more of a two-way communication system. And so it's it's going to open up all kinds of avenues for us. The beneficial electrification that we talk about, or that you've spoken about, but also too, it's just cleaner and better for the environment. We, we live in a beautiful area. I think we can all agree. I'm a little biased here. I might say that we live in the prettiest part of North Carolina, but I'm sure there's some other people who are going to listen to this and say, whoa, 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 let's hold on a second. 
I hear a lot from members, hey, we don't see a lot of chargers out there. But co-ops and really the industry as a whole is getting those chargers out there. We're getting that technology out there. And soon they're going to start seeing that in a lot more places. They might not have seen that before, right? There's, there are several chargers being deployed. Uh, networks, uh, you're going to be able, we're pretty much going to take away range anxiety. Two things there, more chargers and better batteries. And so you're going to see cars and trucks being able to go 250 to 300 miles or more on a charge. And you're going to see more charging stations. And then you're going to see off-peak rates that make this deal almost hard to refuse in terms of compared to fossil fuel gasoline. And so we're going to benefit the environment, you know, transportation, is one of the largest contributors to our carbon footprint. And we have a great opportunity here by generating more electricity with renewables and carbon-free nuclear and looking at carbon uh, capture and storage technologies and doing the things we need to do for our environment and still giving people better technology to use, better vehicles. We have a lot of people in our area that like pickups. And, you know, and Ford's coming out with an F-150 in 2021 that's all electric and really cool. You know, there's other trucks that are coming out, sport utilities, you know, lower priced options than maybe, you know, some of the higher cost items that came out first with Tesla uh, to make it within the financial reach of more people. And I know one of the, I guess, some of the things that are, really popular on social media right now. One of the things I've noticed a lot is that Ford F-150 truck that's going to be all electric, pulling towing over a million pounds. So if you're listening to this and you haven't seen that video, go to YouTube, check it out. It's pretty amazing. And it kind of squashes really the, the stigma that maybe EVs had a few years ago that, oh, they're not powerful enough. They're not going to be able to tow. I, I can't pull my boat with it or a trailer behind it or something like that. So really that's squashing some of those stigmas about EVs with some of these brands that are coming out with these new electric vehicles. It definitely is. And there's some exciting videos to watch, as you mentioned, and I encourage people to go on YouTube and look at the Ford video as well. It's really impressive. If you think that was impressive, towing a million pounds, they actually load, I think it's 40 or 42 cars, something like 42 that. 42 more cars trucks yeah. into the train that they were pulling. It's just really impressive, folks. Get out there, go on YouTube, check that out. Uh, it, it's, it'll wow you, especially with the EV technology and just how easy it can pull those kind of weights behind it. Well, Doug, I appreciate you being on. I know we got a chance here to talk about some of the technology and some of the excitement going ahead with the members' refunds coming up. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, remind members about or anything coming up yeah, in the future? Yeah, there's one more thing. And, and, you know, members are always asking us about rates and that kind of thing. So good news there, too. No rate increase in 2019. That We haven't had one since 2013. I can also tell you we're not going to have one in 2020 also. So that's good news for our members. Not only are rates not going to go up, you're going to get $7 million returned to you in 2019. And we're studying possibly returning some more after in the first quarter of 2020. So all good news on the financial side for members. P.S. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Also, if you would hit the subscribe button, that'll make it way simpler for you to listen to the podcast in the future. Whenever we have new episodes, those episodes will download straight to your device without any reason to even have to look for the podcast. It'll just be right there, ready for you to listen. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, from Unplugged, I'm Jacob Puckett.